You're listening to the T20 podcast with Ayaz Memon in association with Dominoes. Hello everyone. A slight deviation from the usual discourse. So your favorite host Mainra will not be hosting this particular episode. Instead, please bear with me. I'm Shubhaditya Bose and you'll be hearing me in some episodes of the T20 podcast with Ayaz Memon. What an extraordinary game of cricket we have just seen. Kolkata defeated Gujarat by 3 wickets in match 13 with Rinku Singh going absolutely gung ho in the last over and hitting 5 consecutive sixes. With me is Ayaz Memon. Ayaz surely the match of the season, right? Oh, absolutely. This is one of the most dramatic or I might call it melodramatic matches that we've seen so far this season. Full of ups and downs. After Gujarat had made 204, it seemed that you know Kolkata were really up against it, and especially after they lost a couple of wickets early on, and then they stitched together a great partnership, Nitish Rana, the captain, and Venkatesh Iyer, and it seemed that they were running away with the match when suddenly Nitish Rana fell, and then Venkatesh Iyer, and it looked completely lost for them at that stage. It seemed as if Rashid Khan had worked his magic once again, but it was not to be. What an amazing knock played by Rinku Singh. Who would have thought that you know he was? I mean, he's he's shown glimpses of this form even last season, if you remember. But to finish the match or clinch victory in this manner, 29 needed of the last over, and he gets them all in sixes was quite quite extraordinary. I don't think that anybody anticipated this after Andre Russell and Sunil Narayan had fallen, and it left the Gujarat team not just beaten but completely stupefied. Absolutely. Let me quickly take you through the match now. So, deputising for an unwell Hardik Pandya, Rashid Khan won the toss and opted to bat first. Gujarat scored 204 runs with Sai Sudarshan and Vijay Shankar both scoring half centuries. In response, Kolkata chased the total down in the very last ball. They needed 29 of the last over and Rinku struck five consecutive sixes. Ayaz, let's start off with Sai. Now he did show glimpses of brilliance last season, but is playing with a lot more maturity this time around. What do you make of his 53? Well, I think look, uh, you know, it, it it was one innings which actually helped uh, Gujarat reach the score they did, and uh, you know, having reached 204, they would have thought that they they could win. It couldn't be an easy win because remember the pitch played very. Very, very true. It was a plum pitch. So whatever victory had, if there was victory to be had, it had to be hard earned. And we had seen uh, Kolkata's bowlers also getting flogged. There was not much in it for the spinners. And when you know Kolkata also started batting, and we saw Rashid Khan also in his first few was struggling uh, to not just forget about taking wickets or getting sharp turn, but even to control the score. Then it looked like this could be, you know, this is going to be a match where. It's going to be a match of nerves and taking it to the finish, and that's what I think Kolkata did really effectively because they got together into a partnership, a hundred of what 54 balls. That was the century partnership between Rana and Venkatesh Iyer, which not only rescued the innings but took them to a position of strength. And then came that drama when they lost Andre Russell and Venkatesh, and before that Nitish Rana in in a trice, and it looked all lost till, as I mentioned earlier. Uh, Rinku Singh comes and plays this, you know, absolutely blistering knock, which left everybody dumbfounded. Surely we will talk about Rinku Singh's blistering knock in a minute, but let's talk about another fantastic batting performance from the Gujarat team first. Vijay Shankar scoring 63 runs and taking Gujarat over the 200 run mark. 
Uh, with all the criticism he has faced recently, do you think this is redemption season for him? It could be. He's making it out to be like that. Even in the previous match, he's done well for for Gujarat, and you know he came in here. Uh, this was, as I mentioned, a, a you know plum batting track. But you know you could you could end up with one fifty or one sixty on the plum batting track, and that's never, that was that wouldn't have been enough to take it to two hundred or beyond. Was the work of Vijay Shankar. I thought he batted splendidly. He's got a lot of power. And he's also got the imagination to play some very innovative strokes, and he showed all of that in this knock. So, yeah, I'm sure that he's got the, you know, he will have this knock will turn the spotlight of the selectors on him again, or at least the attention. Of course, Rinku Singh was the star of the show. He'll grab all the headlines, and rightfully so. But let's not forget about Venkatesh Iyer, shall we? He scored 83 runs. Now, in the last few matches and in the 2022 season, we saw him a bit timid, but he was totally dominating in his approach today. So, do you think that helped his game? Yeah, I think he, Venkatesh Iyer played. You know, you have to give him credit where it's due. It was a, it was a big knock, 83. I only thought that the manner of his dismissal was perhaps, uh, you know, it could have been he could have held his. Has held his own then because having lost Nitish at around the same time or just a little earlier, he could have been a little more. But you can't afford to be cautious in this format. So he tried his. He, he chanced his arm. He fell. He thought that with Andre Russell and Narayan to come, maybe that's the best thing to do. As it turned out, both the West Indians fell very cheaply, and then it was left to Rinku Singh to to clinch the victory. But Venkatesh Iyer, look, he's not been bowling much in this tournament. He's you know he's essentially an all rounder. But here he's also been you know kind of at times been sacrificed for the impact player. Now after this knock. I don't think there'll be doubts whether he should be starting out in the in the playing eleven or not, because this was a fabulous knock by all accounts. Of course, Venkatesh could have held the fort, as you rightfully said, but why fear when Rinku Singh is here? Forty-eight runs, absolutely forty-eight runs of twenty-one deliveries, and all elegant strokes. Special talent, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, look, this guy—he's emerging, I think, you know, as a special talent because. Is one thing to hit sixes. Is the other thing is another thing to hit them so cleanly. And the third and perhaps the most important factor is to hit them under so much pressure. When you need twenty nine of the last over, <clears throat> you're looking at what five runs and five runs of delivery. That's virtually a six every ball, and that's what he managed in the first five deliveries. So he took them. He took his team home with a ball to spare. Uh, and you know that's quite remarkable. And before that, in the previous over also, he was you know he was clouting the the bowlers all over the park. So it, it, this was quite an astonishing innings. I haven't, I don't think we've seen anything like this so far this season. Perhaps we might not see. I mean, you know, this is T20 format. All kinds of extraordinary things happen. But this will take some beating. This knock by Rinku Singh. And now finally on Rashid Khan. Now Rashid, the bowler, we know he picked up a hat trick, his first hat trick in this tournament, and also the first hat trick of this season. But what about Rashid, the captain? We saw Kolkata spinners doing well. Rashid didn't even use Rahul Tewatia. What do you make of that? That was a little surprising. I mean, I thought at one stage he might have been tempted to use Rahul Tewatia, but then he got the wickets of Nitish Rana, and then he himself, uh, you know, got the wickets of Russell and Sunil Narayan. And perhaps just then. He may have kind of become a little, a little relaxed and maybe complacent, saying that, "Oh, okay, we won the match," not realizing that you know there's a whole world of possibilities uh, available in this format if the batsmen are willing to chance, uh, you know, play, take that opportunity, and that's why he suffered. So I think the judgment call didn't work in his favor. Rahul Tewatia was an option. Maybe the manner in which 
you know the bowling the bowling was bowlers were shuffled around that could also be questioned now because uh, you know having yash dayal bowling bowling the last over may not have been the smartest thing to do so we will be talking about this game for years to come this was cricket at its finest but let's not forget this another game today hyderabad are taking on punjab on papers a bit of a mismatch hyderabad are yet to win a game punjab are yet to lose a game uh, can hyderabad finally opens their points tally today as <laughs> well you know having seen what happened in the first match when from an impossible situation uh, kolkata went on to beat gujarat defending champions gujarat gujarat let me add anything is is format mein kuch bhi ho sakta hai as we keep you know as the cliche goes so hyderabad are in the doldrums but you know if they, if they win this match and it will take some effort i think there the overseas players need to kind of uh, you know pull their weight in the, in this in this uh, in this tournament they've got iden markram they've got harry brooks uh, neither of whom has done too much so it's time for them to stand up and then of course then you, you need support from all the other players like bhuvneshwar kumar and umran akmal and uh, umran malik and some of the others but hyderabad last year if I, if you might remember they were they started very poorly then they had a string of victories uh, which got them into contention virtually for a place in the playoffs before they flag you know kind of uh, just petered out that challenge now this season they haven't got going at all and punjab have looked very good and they'll be kind of beefed up by the arrival of rabada and i don't know if liam livingston has arrived or not but kagiz or rabada would be a handful for any team so punjab would start as favorites but as i mentioned hyderabad have everything to play for absolutely and we have everything to look forward to as well because we'll have ayaz meman joining with us after that game as well thank you so much ayaz for taking the time out thanks ritan see you catch up after the second game that was today's episode of the t20 podcast with ayaz meman in association with Domino's. This is a Quint original podcast executive produced by Shelly Walia and Ritu Kapoor. This episode was hosted by Shubhaditya Bose, produced and edited by Pratik Lidho, Anjali Palod and Kriti Dhai. And a special thanks to our guest Ayaz Mehman. Stay tuned for our future episodes on your preferred podcast app. You were listening to the Quint's podcast. Quint's podcast.